Hi I'm Shweta your host for Science with Shweta podcast and before we begin here's a word from our sponsor Now here's a word from our gifting partner the soulstore.com The Soul Store has incredibly cool collection of t-shirts, hoodies and boxers for men and women of your favorite superheroes, films, cartoons and many more. They have really cool collection of accessories like backpacks, badges, mobile covers, mugs and notebooks. Check the soulstore.com today. You're definitely going to love it. And don't forget to use our code to get discount on your shopping. The codes are available in the description. Hi and welcome to Science with Shweta podcast. Today we have with us a beautiful couple Kruti and Bhavik who also share a common interest that is science. Kruti and Bhavik have done post graduation specialization in biotechnology and are currently working towards their PhD. I'm so excited to have both of you uh, to have a conversation uh, with a couple doing science. It's Valentine's month and it's our second interview with a couple where we share journey of couple who are working in the STEM field. Thank you Kruti and Bhavik for joining us. Thank you. We are honored. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to our talk, and we were like going to do it earlier, and finally we are meeting. So, Kruti and Bhavik, tell us about yourself. What field of science are you in? Uh, yeah. So, I have done my bachelor's and master's in biotechnology from South Gujarat University, Surat, Gujarat, and uh, right now I'm living in Mumbai. Uh, currently i am working as a phd student in uh, biochemistry at transfusion transmitted diseases department at national institute of immunohematology which is one of the 13th icmr institute in our country india yeah i i completed my bachelor's and masters from mumbai itself from mumbai university and uh, i did in life sciences uh, specialization in biotechnology mm-hmm. again from vira college uh, then uh, i got admission into phd uh, under the same guide uh, our subject is biochemistry okay. uh, at nih national institute of immunohematology mm-hmm. that's nice great to know that you guys are working in the same lab <laughs> so why did you choose to work in this field like when did you decide that you wanted to work as a research scientist um when i was younger i always wanted to be a gynecologist like mm-hmm. i was really interested like how babies are coming out of the belly but uh, when i grew older and um, when i was in my schooling days and then i was doing my bachelor's i had my close association with my elder sister uh, she has done bachelor's in microbiology and okay. uh, she had done uh, msc in her bioinformatics so we always used to have a talk about the viruses microbiology when i was studying in a school only so i guess she had a she made a great impact on me to pursue the career in the field of microbiology mm-hmm. or infectious diseases and uh, then when uh, i was in my masters i already appeared for the set examination that is a state eligibility test mm-hmm. and uh, luckily i got cleared uh, during that time only so definitely i was knowing at the end of my masters that yeah i want to pursue the career in research but uh, definitely it was not uh, like i didn't want to limit my research options in gujarat only so mm-hmm. that's why i thought to appear for the net examination which is the national eligibility test uh, and later on i uh, prepared for that and then i cleared and 
then I get into the research mm-hmm. program in NIH. Uh, for me, it was uh, not a choice because uh, my family member, all the family members are from science background. Okay. Uh, for example, my grandfather did, uh, he know, worked for Bombay Hospital. Then my father is histopath technician. He also did his technician from Bridge Candy Hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother is in Germany, he's a gastroenterologist surgeon. And my mom is <laughs> my mom is principal. So it was not a question of choice whether to go for science. It, it was yeah. mandatory, it was compulsory. You have to go. <laughs> because all the time we are talking about science. Uh, there is nothing else that we can talk. Uh, so yeah, so uh, while doing masters, I grew, you know, deep interest for immunology. Mm-hmm. And I was clear that I, have, I will do, you know, uh, anything but research in uh, this area. So I got... Uh, uh, also got the PhD in the Immunology uh, Institute, which okay. is one of the 13 institute of ICMR. Yeah, that's great mm-hmm. because very few people ha- are very clear at such a younger age yeah. what they want to do. Yeah. And since you had a background, it's really helpful. <laughs> so, can you, uh, in brief, tell us your PhD topic or what you're working on currently? Uh, yeah. So I am working on the early detection of the hepatocellular carcinoma in hepatitis B infection using the glycomic and glycoproteomic approach. Um, hepatocellular carcinoma, it is the most common ca- type of the cancer. Uh, but as we all know that uh, detection of the cancer at the early stage is quite uh, challenging. Uh, so in case of the hepatocellular carcinoma, there are very few options available for its diagnosis. So one is the imaging technique that is MRI or CT scan. Another is the biopsy, but uh, it is invasive one and clinicians don't prefer biopsy until and unless it is required. Mm-hmm. And the third option is the any blood test, which is the alpha fetoprotein currently being used for the diagnosis of the HCC. But this alpha fetoprotein that is not sensitive and specific enough. That means if the person is having the HCC, hepatocellular carcinoma, many a times the levels of the AFP are low. Mm-hmm. And many a times that happens, the AFP levels are higher than its cutoff, even though the person is not having the HCC. That means it is not sensitive and specific enough. So there is urgent need to explore and discover the marker. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to the hep- uh, hepatitis B infection, uh, our India comes under 2 to 7 percent of the hepatitis B infection. That means at every 100 people, mm-hmm. approximately 4 people are infected. And because of the hepatitis B infection, hepatitis C infection, uh, they are adding the burden on the incidence of this disease. Yeah, so there was definitely urgently a need of the detection of the hepatocellular carcinoma in a patient having the hepatitis B infection because in India hepatitis B infection is more prevalent than the hepatitis C infection Mm -hmm. whereas in western countries they have more prevalence of the hepatitis C infection so for the early detection uh, I am using the glycomic and glycoproteomic approach this glycomics it is the uh, branch of the science or the omics which studies the simple or the complex glycans present in the living organism so just like genomics where we are studying the genes Mm -hmm. Just like proteomics, we are studying the proteins. Similarly, in glycomics, we are studying the sugars. So protein glycosylation, that is the most common uh, post-translational modifications Mm -hmm. that occurs to the protein. Uh, So what makes the glycomic study challenging is that uh, we know the central dogma of the life, that is DNA to RNA and RNA to protein, right? From the genes, Mm -hmm. we are able to know that this protein is going to be produced. 
from the genetic code but in case of the glycomics it is template independent so there is no template for the glycomics or the glycans or the sugars that are mm -hmm. going to be used or that are going to be produced it is completely dependent on the enzymes which are responsible for the addition of the sugars okay. into the cell or to the proteins mm -hmm. so in tumor uh, if the tumor is uh, present you can talk about tumor uh, there will be more of post-translational so, modification. Your project is on looking for the biomarkers. In biomarkers, yeah. yeah. That would be also fine. If you could just conclude, that would be also fine. Yeah. Like what exactly is you're looking for markers? That yeah. would be uh, okay, so in my study, I'm looking for the glycoproteomic or mm -hmm. the glycomic biomarker which can be used for the detection of the hepatocellular carcinoma mm -hmm. because in response to the tumor microenvironment, the proteins may not change or the related environment may cause the changes in the composition, in the structure, in the antenna of the sugars. Mm -hmm. So this is what I am hoping for. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So my PhD topic is individualization of antiretroviral treatment in mm -hmm. HIV-1 patient. Uh, HIV burden is very high in India. Uh, every day uh, it is reported that 500 new HIV infection uh, is occurring. So. Um, uh, with the test and treat policy by NACO, that is National AIDS uh, uh, Control Organization of mm -hmm. India, uh, have uh, implemented this policy of test and treat. So if HIV positive patients are uh, tested positive, then they are given treatment. Uh, I will talk a little bit of treatment. Treatment mm -hmm. uh, comprises of uh, uh, NNRTIs and R NRTIs. What are NRTIs? Uh, nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors. Okay and non-nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors. Mm -hmm. So they generally block the uh, transcription process. Uh, and currently the regimen which is given is a fixed dose combination uh, which is given to each and every patient. So irrespective of gender or age or something like that, they are given the same regimen. So if for example two infected patients are there mm -hmm. uh, and one get the toxicity and one tolerates, then there is no option, they have to take the medicine. So there is no prior you know, screening of the patient. So mm -hmm. my project uh, looks for that. My approach is like pharmacogenomics, uh, where I uh, do the genetic study before they are given the drugs. Okay. So I do the genetic studies and then uh, compare it with the therapeutic drug monitoring. So uh, what will be the drugs level in the body? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's like pharmacogenomics approach and it towards the personalized medicine era. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's been now uh, currently into practice, personalized mm -hmm. medicine is very much into the practice. And one of the HIV drug itself, Abacavir, is, uh, you know, it's uh, screening is, genetic screening is essential before it is prescribed. Mm -hmm. So um, currently the, uh, there is uh, not such uh, practices available in India uh, or uh, worldwide. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, looking forward to contribute uh, in this way. Uh, so uh, we may be in the same lab, but uh, mm -hmm. her approach is totally different. Yeah. She is working like on glycomics and proteomics based approach and mine is uh, totally different, genomic approach. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are working on this virus only. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, though topics are different, I think they have a very great future impact yeah. because uh, the thing which you are working on mm -hmm. will help us to understand yes. better. Yeah. I think that is very important in research that your research has some impact yeah. because right. it should not just get your thesis and it should be put in some lab. I think this is very yeah. important. Both of you have interesting topics. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you guys are working on different topics though in the same mm -hmm. lab. But how did you guys meet? Was science the connecting factor between you two? Uh, 
ओके अवर्स इज अरेंज मैरिज सो वी मेट फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम वेन वी अपियर फॉर द नेट एग्जामिनेशन इन पुणे सो अवर पेरेंट्स हैड प्लान अ मीटिंग फॉर अस बट वी वर नॉट अवेयर अबाउट इट सो आफ्टर गिविंग द एग्जामिनेशन वेन वी केम आउट ऑफ द एग्जामिनेशन हॉल एंड अवर पेरेंट्स इंट्रोड्यूस टू ईच अदर एंड दे गिव अस सम स्पेस एंड टाइम टू टॉक विथ each other to know about each other but i still remember that we discussed the whole net examination <laughs> paper only <laughs> i don't remember that we asked uh, anything else apart or anything apart yeah. from the paper mm-hmm. not even hobbies or what are your interests nothing nothing we didn't ask anything and then yeah. we just say okay bye we will see you because we were so happy that we uh, we like appeared for the examination mm-hmm. and we were so tension free and we just wanted to enjoy that moment yeah. <laughs> so i would say that yeah science was somewhere definitely a connecting, connecting factor, yeah. factor for us yeah so from then we moved into mumbai she after marriage and mm-hmm. then uh, she cleared net examination and i also cleared pet okay. uh, so which is required for admission mm-hmm. phd admission in uh, mumbai uh, then always there was in our mind that we uh, we were focused to you know go into research and our subject areas were so similar that we were for searching for institute mm-hmm. and we uh, we were blessed that we get into the phd admission under the same guide in the same institute uh, so we are grateful for that yeah it's yeah. a great story actually <laughs> i never thought anyone could meet this way this yeah. their yeah. partner and that to love marriage i thought you guys must have met in some lab or working together no, on a no, project no no, no, no. <laughs> no no so that's why after marriage i moved from gujarat to Mumbai. Okay. And so I I now think that my decision to appear for the net was really good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that I prepared for the net. I just didn't wait for like I didn't just satisfied with the set examination. Yeah. I think you were this time to meet and net was just the occasion when you yeah. met. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here in India there are many speculations or misconceptions mm. about uh, bachelor's in science or BSc. so i also have heard many things and people have questioned me like why are you getting into bsc because it's like you don't score well in your 12th and you go for bsc or you could not make it to medical that's why you go into yeah. bsc so have you guys heard anything like that or faced anything like that <laughs> for me i have never faced like that mm-hmm. so i, I guess uh, for me it was like either you go for medical or yeah. you go for science <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, yeah but uh, i feel that uh, in india mainly parents are you know they have knowledge of only two departments like engineering and medical, medical. there is no other option for them they have no knowledge of uh, what the research has potential uh, for and, and can bring to the society so i guess uh, there is a gap between you know knowledge i feel that yeah it's because mainly due to lack of communication yeah, because yeah. these fields have got so popularized within years that uh, yeah. this is the misconception yeah. and i think that affects a student's decision as well because many students yeah. want to pursue but then they are misguided by the society and their yeah. parents because parents itself don't know the impact of research exactly. i think it will change yeah. <laughs> hopefully yeah so phd is obviously not easy so yeah. and it is emotionally and physically taxing yeah. so how do you guys manage and there must be times when you hmm. feel that you are tired or then then how you keep yourself motivated 
फॉर मी भावे की ऑलवेज देर टू मोटिवेट आई वुड से या मैनी टाइम्स अवर इंस्टीट्यूट इन्वाइट्स द टॉप और दे इन्वाइट्स अ साइंटिस्ट फ्राम द अदर इंस्टीट्यूट और मैनी टाइम्स दे हैव इन्वाइटेड द साइंटिस्ट फ्राम अदर पार्ट ऑफ द वर्ल्ड सो वॉट आई फील इज वेन एवर आई लिसन टू दैम their research then their research idea how they are implicating the things how they are discussing with their uh, like uh, in their in their group and the way of delivering of that le- lectures definitely even if it's just a one hour of lecture in our institute uh, it really impacts on the students and that gives us motivating like this is what i feel yeah mm-hmm. yeah also uh, research institute all over the world even our institute have science club journal club wherein there is you know discussion of uh, any paper they have read or mm-hmm. recent advances uh, wherein you get you know motivation of uh, you know to bring new techniques into your phd program mm-hmm. uh, also there are conferences uh, deadline for publications mm-hmm. and this all things you know keep you on the edge you know to keep uh, continue. yeah continue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere also makes a difference yeah. like you yeah. said yeah. because if you have your lab mates which yeah. are so always ready yeah. to get into different works then you also yeah. immediately you know i also want to work on right. it's important <laughs> both of you are pursuing your phd mm-hmm. and so what do you think are there any pros and cons of having your partner working in the same field <laughs> Yeah definitely there are pros and cons when you have your partner working with you in the same lab under the same guide and in the same institute uh, so for us like uh, we are similar in terms of our research interest mm-hmm. yet we are so different uh, because our uh, differences is what uh, keeps the things exciting in our relationship because we are constantly learning and at the same time we are challenging each other uh, so there is one quote from the Marie Curie that had really impacted on us mm-hmm. that is my husband and i were so closely united with our affection and our common work that we have passed nearly all of our time together mm-hmm. so yeah definitely it's a pro when you have your better half working in the same lab so i guess bhavik would like to add more advantage is that uh, while designing the experiment or while you know when you are stuck you know that my partner is there <laughs> and in the same department and she knows everything about my project it you know adds uh, adds to the benefits you know uh, so i guess publication point of view uh, or writing papers it it get very easy mm-hmm. you don't have to go to you know your friends or uh, somewhere else because you know she knows my topic and she will help yeah. me out anyways Yeah. I would like to add that you can easily criticize your partner's manuscript. That yeah. is the main added advantage. Yeah, and you some, cannot yeah. get hurt because you know. Yeah, yeah. I I know that she is not. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do anything to pull him down yeah. or something right. like that. You believe yeah. and you yeah. have confidence. Yeah. So yeah. one major pro I think that you can criticize about your work, yeah. and that's how you make him or her improvise in the work. Yeah. Yeah. Con, I guess uh, <laughs> there are not much con, but uh, you know sometimes life get monotonous. Uh, mm-hmm. We are talking about science all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most, at least not all the time, but most of the time. So what we do, uh, just go out of our schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, plan some trip or you know attend some conferences. Yeah. In that way, we challenge this <laughs> monotonous life. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you actually, like when you guys are not in the lab, who mostly keeps on talking about science? <laughs> who is the one who just talks about science? <laughs> So out of lab we are we have our account Instagram account so we are constantly into the science okay. uh, writing new post or you know uh, selecting content for the post it yeah. goes on yeah. <laughs> science talk is never stopped in our home also yeah, yeah, yeah. and many a times uh, for the creating of this content many a times we have gone out of the way mm-hmm. just to create the content scientific content for the Instagram for our account. Yeah. So it's quite pretty exciting. Yeah. It it will be like as a major pro when you have someone in your lab and you can easily take the photographs or you can easily create the content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I like your post because uh, they are very informative and I know how much gets into putting so much information in so much less words. I think it does yeah. take a lot of time and understanding. And of it becomes easy when you have the same yeah. partner with you and helping. So the work get divided right. <laughs> but at the same time it gives you competition like but yeah. kind of healthy competition <laughs> healthy competition and healthy criticism healthy yeah. criticism yeah right. so uh, another major pro is the backup of your experiments mm-hmm. so whenever you have like you are not in the lab other person can take care of your experiment this is what i used to do many a times <laughs> <laughs> and majorly in in our case like when your clinical samples are reaching to your lab mm-hmm. so uh, in my case i always have to go to the opd that is the outpatient department to select my cases so okay. i was at the opd and bhavik was in the lab and he was taking care of all the performers then consents uh, then blood collections in which tube it has to be done so everything he was taking care of so that is yeah. also one major pro being together and another thing is you don't have to worry for each other's timing because you are together <laughs> someone is not waiting for you at home so that is another thing yeah um, major uh, major thing I would like to add is you uh, I guess helping each other at any point of time that will add the added advantage uh, because uh, he is uh, good in the statistics while um, initial years of my PhD I was like learning the statistics and, and I still remember that uh, I had a deadline very next day and I had to make uh, abstract for one paper or some conference I don't remember mm-hmm. uh, so I still remember I woke him up in the midnight and I asked him to do it for me because I had to submit it so yeah you can help each other at any point of time yeah so i have learned many things from him and yeah he's always supportive and always makes the way out (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh, how did you guys get into science communication Uh, it was purely kruti's idea (laughs) (laughs) because we were looking uh, for instagram account wherein uh, there are very few people who are into the science and they are couple there are many science communication the communicator uh, that we can find but couple in science is very rare and there are very few True. people yeah. so yeah it was purely Kruti's idea then we went on to make this account wherein uh, we post our everyday research mm-hmm. activities uh, in very simple way what what's your take yeah, on what's science, your take on science, science communication science in communication. India okay like uh, you said there are very few science couples but I think there are very few, few. people who are into science, science. Yeah. In India, there are very few who are doing science communication and uh, what I believe is uh, it's not everybody's cup of tea, right? You'll have to simplify your scientific 
knowledge into a layman's term mm-hmm. but however since few decades i feel that there is a still like momentum is raising you can say in other words but uh, um, recently we have also once uh, we started doing science communication we have also come across many uh, science communication programs which are being conducted by the government uh, few of them are uh, chai and why Mm-hmm. that is uh, being conducted by the TIFR that is the Tata Institute of Fundamental Research in mm-hmm. Mumbai then another is the science at the Sabha by Institute of Mathematical Sciences in Chennai uh, out of the lab which is uh, being done by the NCBS Bangalore then Mumbai science talk uh, which, which they are currently coming up with the science communication mm-hmm. and you will have to uh, explain about your research within 10 minutes so uh, so in india now i guess um, there is there is now uh, yeah there's the attempt to take science to common people uh, so right from start i can say that uh, vigyan uh, the monthly popular magazine oh. which was released in hindi mm-hmm. uh, in 1915 uh, after that vigyan pragati uh, they came up with vigyan pragati 1952 uh, then there is another program of vigyan prasar 1989 by DST initiative mm-hmm. uh, then vigyan jata where science communicator march into village and try to explain the tribal population about the science uh, so yeah there are many programs and there are many uh, communication are coming up uh, nowadays but i still feel that it's in infant stage yeah. Uh, yeah. currently and uh, it is quite really important to communicate the science to the tribal people you yeah. mentioned right because yeah. they have so many super they are like super they have super superstition, superstition yeah. literacy level is also low uh, yeah. and they have their own thinking and their own belief so to overcome. to make yeah to explain them to overcome all that is yeah. very difficult and for science community is the biggest challenge <laughs> yeah chill it was good to know about these programs because all of these are conducted uh, in their in respective universities right. or uh, yeah. in- institutes right. yeah. and there are very few people who are using social media to reach yeah. to people and communicate yeah. science yeah. so when i came on instagram i was looking for science communicators in india and mm-hmm. honestly i came across only you and one of the people who are not in india but they are indians right. so from india i found only you guys doing yeah. it on the social media but i think yeah. everyone should start using social yeah. media because you find students on social media and right. if we can get to them using instagram and twitter i think yeah. we'll be able to achieve more yeah. because not uh, everyone has access to these programs okay. but it was right. great to know because i didn't knew that such programs are being conducted yeah. and yeah. people yeah. are trying to reach to tribal yeah. people it's commendable about right. indian yeah. people and communicators like who yeah. you who are trying to do it yeah right. it's great to know yeah, yeah. in tifr the chai and why is for like a uh, younger generation for children for also children. yeah mm-hmm. and many times they do live experiments and they just explain in a great way to children also it's nice yeah they call it like first generation of uh, knowledge so okay. in their family no one has science background Mm-hmm. the student are the first one so they call them as first generation okay that's nice yeah so it's like completely new terminology mm-hmm. they have never heard of science word because the parents are uh, illiterate they don't know about anything about science so yeah and i think this deserves a recognition and thank you for mentioning it yeah. because people will get to know get to yeah. this yeah. Uh, i feel science communication is important because once uh, you are there on internet 
and once people came to know that you are there to help we mm -hmm. also we also get many questions from young uh, people who are doing the msc or bsc mm -hmm. uh, how you get into the phd program uh, what are the tests that you cleared so yeah. they always knew that we are there to help and we do respond them because we know we also went to the same situation okay. where there were no one to help us but now uh, through this account we try to answer each and every one mm -hmm. so we get many questions from you know young uh, student who are pursuing their bsc or mm -hmm. masters yeah so in that way it's very important to you know communicate to have uh, some portal or website wherein you can answer the questions mm -hmm. of uh, you know young students another best part is uh, you can communicate with the scientists who are in the other field mm -hmm. right so you right. can collaborate uh, if your experiment is um, falling in the interface between the two science discipline you can always talk with them you can have interaction and that's how you just network and uh, explore the science in a different way and everyone on uh, in the science community is so helpful and like yeah. you said people question you and you do respond to them yeah. and i think that is the motive yeah because exactly. you said very rightly we really didn't have anyone while growing up neither you nor me there was no one to guide us but i think if you are able to do this i think you have achieved it already as a science communicator <laughs> and actually this is also the uh, aim of our podcast because we people like you who are into uh, research and who are into science communication we want you to reach to the students who don't have access to all this and kind of present the role models because you are definitely a role model not only as a couple but as a researcher because listening to you i'm sure someone will be um, inspired and motivated to get into this yeah, right <laughs> and there's so much information coming out through conversation it's really great yeah <laughs> any favorite science communicators you know <laughs> yeah i i love samantha okay <laughs> yeah i i really enjoy her each and every post about neuroscience even though it's not my uh, like my point of interest in terms of the phd but i always enjoy her content mm -hmm. and uh, her post her uh, recently she did some tedx talk and it was really great samantha agata then i like I oliver uh, mm -hmm. then addictive brain chinmay yeah, from they are doing yes. an amazing job then uh, one indian uh, science communicator deep yeah. uh, whose id is as a quantum man mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's doing great like he knows i i guess he's doing a good good job hmm. he knows each and mm -hmm. every and i guess he is having um, whatsapp account for the science communicator mm -hmm. also okay yeah. so that is a great thing he is doing yeah also mumbai science talk we are yes. closely associated, associated with them mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i think they are also doing great great, great effort yeah. and yeah. initiative yeah. by mumbai science yeah. talk yeah what is uh, your favorite part of your job or science communication what do you guys enjoy <laughs> Uh, I love creating content, and uh, many times, uh, many students uh, from India they used to ask us about uh, how to go for uh, further from MSc or BSc mm -hmm. to the PhD. Uh, I just love to talk with them through chats only, mm -hmm. and uh, I like to just give them the proper direction. This is how. you you can do or you can get enrolled into the phd program this is what i enjoy the most yeah. from the post if we get good response or 
uh, good comments and it you know motivates us to you know do more and do more for science you know yes, yeah. that's the great thing about this job <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is your favorite getaway from work like what do you guys enjoy doing together apart from science <laughs> i know you guys enjoy science but apart from science traveling traveling uh, we both are foodie so we like to mm-hmm. travel places and discover new food or discover yeah. new places yeah. all together uh, because uh, till uh, masters uh, we have not traveled much mm-hmm. uh, after marriage when we met we started traveling we started exploring so yeah uh, we love to explore yeah. <laughs> So any favorite destination you guys have or you want to go somewhere together? I want to go Iceland. Okay. <laughs> to see the Aurora Borealis. Yeah, that is in my bucket list. I okay. want to go, yeah. That's a long bucket list. He's telling only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to go to uh, UK. So I mean, mm-hmm. I have been there. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, so, Bhavik, what is one thing you like about Kruti and you would like to share with us? uh i feel uh, i'm little bit lazy so uh, i know that she's you know uh, every time she's like you have to complete this task and mm-hmm. she's very dedicated to work so i learn from you know this uh, great <laughs> thing from her uh, so she's there to help me out every time so i, l- I love that part <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> kruti what is one thing you like about bhavik uh, he's very kind Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the one quality I really love about him apart from any other thing and he's very helpful no matter what any person he'll be ready to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We are completely different like our nature is completely different. I'm always like uh someone who always wants to do so many things. Mm-hmm. I have so many things in my mind. I'm always like impatient. At the same time he is very calm patient and you know completely opposite so it really compliment it he really compliments me just like base pair maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the worst thing about your job or you feel like you don't like this or something is there anything no, lab science communication anything, anything? worst thing in science communication i think is not worst thing i can say it's challenging because mm-hmm. to uh, compose or to communicate in a simple language is yeah. itself a great task <laughs> yeah. uh, because uh, our research is very complicated and to bring into simple words yeah. it's very challenging <laughs> and uh, we only know how it's challenging because uh, it takes lots of time for one post yeah we know that <laughs> yeah. yeah because there are so many terminology yeah, which right. obviously exactly. people from non science background will not understand yeah. so yeah. to make them understand is the difficult so if my brother understand my post then i'm very happy because okay. not from science background <laughs> so i get a green signal from him then i'm happy <laughs> because yeah. if he can understand then any non science person can Perfect. understand yeah. because he's from medical field and it's like is everything new for him yeah. so yeah <laughs> any favorite movie There's so many favorite movie <laughs> uh, i like uh, outbreak mm-hmm. annihilation science one I don't know any but I like outbreak it, okay. it is my like top most favorite I can watch 100 of time out I don't know whether you have seen it no no yeah just like yeah okay. outbreak is good uh, annihilation is good recently. yeah this yeah, is recent I have seen annihilation yeah. then uh, lucy yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but ultimately it comes to the outbreak for yeah. me for me batman all <laughs> time favorite <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh, do you have any advice for people who are interested in your career path uh, yeah um i would say to the younger generation and mainly to the girls that uh, uh you dream big aim high and work towards it no matter how many hard how, how much of hard work you will have to do because uh, you'll always have to be patient and you'll have to be persistent in your work or whatever things you want to achieve it so i would say there is nothing that comes easy so you'll have to work for it uh so there is international day of women and girl in science coming up on 11th of feb uh, and the theme they have kept is investment in women and girls in science for inclusive green growth mm-hmm. i feel this uh, year theme is uh, you know uh, help uh, the parents who don't know about the science communication the right time to you know uh, be aware of the theme of this year because uh, women in india i guess um, it's treated just like a housewife only uh, they have not given any freedom uh, and i was grateful and I, i was very grateful to have kruti with me because i knew if i get married uh, i don't want housewife i want a woman who can you know also take care of the family and who can also be independent because with that thinking only you can go forward uh, uh, only to get married because of you want housewife you want children is is like a thinking mentality in india so that should be changed and i think this is the best uh, way that they have promoted who program international mm-hmm. day of women and girl in science yeah right. i think you have rightly said it because even the girls want to do it they mm-hmm. don't have support of the family and right. i think we need more people or men like you yeah. who are ready to <laughs> yeah. support a woman yeah. or maybe it's the sister or the wife yeah. anyone we should start supporting women to take right. up it because yeah. we women are equally uh, competent yeah. but yeah. just they don't get the opportunity yeah. and yeah. i think that is the reason because many girls drop out during mm. graduation mm. yeah mm. they don't even complete their bsc right. which is sad yeah. because they had to get married yeah. i think it's changing but it's slowly yeah. changing yeah, yeah. Because, it will take time yeah, will because take in time. my batch uh, we had maximum of girls uh 12 we we were 12 student and we were only two boys there mm-hmm. so it's changing but slowly changing but the mentality is the same yeah. uh, wh- what is the need to you know uh, for girl to be in science or to yeah. st- in study that should be changed and once it is changing uh, if that thought is changed then uh, then only uh, the women will be you know yeah. feel like uh, they they have all the rights in yeah. india ultimately yeah. they'll be able to achieve that yeah. because you rightly said we also had many girls in our mm. uh, during my bachelor's but mm. the thing is they don't continue it right. like boys they mm. do their graduation mm. post graduation mm. job and research but right. girls what they okay parents are like get mm. into study 3 years and then mm. okay we'll see so they are not allowed to continue right. which is wrong mm. so we have to change this also yeah. and i think this will change if we are able to communicate science towards them right. also i would say that uh, we don't have such kind of mindset in girls like you'll have to study further mm-hmm. or you'll have to do like for yourself we in india we don't have such kind of mentality for girls like they mm-hmm. have already in their mind that after you complete your graduation you'll have to get married and then you'll have to just uh, settle down <coughs> with your husband 
so that kind of thinking that needs to be incorporated by the parents mm-hmm. also and it's their duty also instead of just let just to make them marry right yeah that's what i think and i think that is the part i think which is wrong on parents behalf yeah, because they are exactly. raising mm. the girls to think like that no yeah. one from yeah. the childhood learns this way that right. yeah. you have to be dependent on someone we are not letting our girls be independent so yeah i think it will change but it will definitely take time take, take time, time. Yeah. <laughs> so kruti and bhavik you have you are into phd so how did you get into this and what were the exams you had to clear and what are the procedures from clearing your exam to joining as a phd candidate yes well this is very interesting question um uh, so in india uh, to enroll into the phd you will have to qualify the national level examination uh, so there are many government body they are taking up this examination that is uh, mainly csir that is the council of scientific and industrial research icmr indian council of medical research dbt department of biotechnology dst department of science and technology these are the government body that uh, conduct the examination to get into the phd other than that uh, if you have cleared get or the pet that is the phd entrance test it will add uh, added uh, added advantage to be selected mm-hmm. in your interview Uh, then there are many other institutes such as the TIFR, BARC, mm-hmm. ICERS. They conduct their own examinations, and depending upon the points that you have achieved, and they will call for the interview. Uh, apart from the PhD and apart from the research, in India, if you want to take up your career as a professor, then uh, you can clear the NET, that is conducted by the CSIR again, that is National Eligibility Test. and the set that is the state eligibility test so uh, when you apply for the csir they have two categories mm-hmm. that is the grf and the another is the net for the ls ls yeah lectureship so you can according to your interest you can opt for that also getting phd after phd you can also directly enroll into the teaching mm-hmm. uh, so that is an advantage now they have changed the rules uh prior it was net compulsory for teaching now they have changed it to phd if you have phd degree then also you can go into the teaching okay. uh, also uh, getting into phd uh, and if you don't have scholarship if you are not qualified net uh, then uh, on basis of get or pet you entered then you can always go for lady tata memorial trust fellowship mm-hmm. uh, they provide grf srf for 5 years Uh, also uh, getting scholarship uh, and in between your phd there are also many programs uh, after 2 years that is get getting uh, srf from csir dbt icmr served also during your phd you can also try for overseas visiting doctoral fellowship wherein uh, you get training for 6 to 1 6 months to 1 year mm-hmm. wherein you can uh, learn many new things new technology Uh, at international institute and bring the technology into india and apply uh, uh, at you know in, at indian institute um, so there are many uh, one of them is serb mm-hmm. who is conducting uh, recently started conducting overseas visiting doctoral fellowship it's a good opportunity i think so anything you guys would like to add uh, we would like to thank you shweta and her team for inviting us We thoroughly enjoyed it. We really appreciate your efforts in the science communication using your 
this podcast which is quite unique in its own way to engage and bring the people from the different background together so thank you so much yeah, for inviting thank us <laughs> thank you so much for coming yeah. i think it's possible because people like you are so eager to share your experience and your journey with right. i think that's what makes it work and worthwhile because knowing your experience definitely people are going to love this podcast and this episode because thank you so much for sharing your story with me yeah, thank, thank you thank you i just Uh, i have seen so many people share similar interests but both of you have love and passion not only for each other but also for science you guys are awesome and the positivity and energy which you have is just awesome and like you guys say you guys are stronger together and i really like the way you put it because together you can make a change and like we say in the insta language you are definitely hashtag couple goals <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and wish you guys all the best for your PhD and your future. Thank you. Thank That's you so much. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much and all the best to you for your future podcast. We are really into looking forward for your new and uh, Valentine week couple, yeah, yeah. <laughs> series. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. If you would like to connect with Kruti and Bhavik need any kind of science assistance they will be happy they will be happy to help you out you can connect with them on Instagram the links will be available in the show notes also if you have any questions feel free to contact us on social media the links are in the description and don't forget to check out our utter app and the soul store they have exciting offers for our listeners thank you guys have have fun spread love and here is a valentine special <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Here's a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, do you want to learn or improve your English? Here is a app for you. Utter app helps you learn English while chatting and improve your listening, understanding and speaking. Utter has 200 plus basic, intermediate and advanced English conversation topics and 100 plus grammar tests and exercises. It also has complete grammar curriculum for better sentence construction, translation in common Indian languages and a clickable dictionary. Plus, it is very simple to use. You can start conversing with chatbots and live tutors for just 10 to 15 minutes a day. With Utter app, you will be able to improve your English conversation skills. Utter will help you in speaking in casual and professional scenarios. So, download Utter app now and use code utter25 to avail 25% discount on premium membership.